Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. So I could not say clearly. At last, they turned me out of the yard. I wanted employment with the butchers, because I've always liked that sort of business. Well, they quite looked down upon me. They despised me as a shoemaker does a cobbler. Then I had to seek my bread elsewhere, and I didn't find it very readily. And this was a time when my bread basket was often empty. At length, I got my employment in the quarries at Montrouge. But at the end of two years, I was tired of always going around like a squirrel in his cage and drawing stone for twenty sous a day. I was tall and strong, so I enlisted in a regiment. They asked my name and my age and my papers. My name? The Albino. My age? Look at my beard. My papers? Here's the certificate of the master quarryman. As I was just the fellow for a grenadier, they took me. With your strength, courage, and taste for chopping and slashing, you ought in wartime to have been made an officer. Thunder and lightning, what do you say? What, to cut up English or Prussians? Why, that would have been better than to cut up old horses. But worse luck, there was no war but a great deal of discipline. An apprentice tries to eat his master a thump. Well, if he be the weaker, well, he gets the worst of it. If he be the stronger, he has the best of it. He's turned out of doors, perhaps put into a cage, and that's all. In the army, it's quite a different thing. One day our sergeant had bullied me a good deal, to make me more attentive. He was right, for I was very slow. I didn't like a poke he gave me. I kicked at him. He pushed me again. I returned his poke. He collared me, and I gave him a punch of the head. They fell on me, and then my blood was up in my eyes, and I was enraged in a moment. I had my knife in my hand. I belonged to the cookery, and I went it my hardest. I cut, slashed, slashed, chopped, as if I was in the slaughterhouse. I made cold meat to the sergeant, wounded two soldiers. It was a real shambles. I gave the three eleven wounds. Yes, eleven. Blood flowed, flowed everywhere. Blood as though we were in the bonehouse. I swam in it. The brigand lowered his head with a sombre, sullen air and was silent. "'What are you thinking of, Chourineur?' asked Rudolph, with interest. "'Nothing,' he replied abruptly. And then, with an air of brutish carelessness, he added, "'At length they handcuffed me, brought me for the bigwigs, and I was cast for death. "'You escaped, however.' "'True, but I had fifteen years at the galleys, instead of being scragged. "'I forgot to tell you that whilst in the regiment "'I'd saved two of my comrades from drowning in the Marne "'when we were quartered at Milan. "'Another time you'll laugh and say that I'm an amphibious, "'either in fire or water, when saving men or women. At "'Another time, being in garrison at Rouen, "'all the wooden houses in one quarter were on fire, "'and burning like so many matches.' I'm the lad for a fire, so I went to the place in an instant. They told me there was an old woman who was bedridden and couldn't escape from her room, which was already in flames. I went towards it, and by Jove, how it did burn! 
It reminded me of the lime kills in my happy days. However, I saved the old woman, although I had the very soles of my feet scorched. Thanks to my having done these things, and the cunning of my advocate, my sentence was changed, and instead of being scragged, I was only sent to the Oaks for fifteen years. When I found that my life would be spared, and I was to go to the galleys, I would have jumped on the babbling fool, and twisted his neck at the moment when he came to wish me joy, and tell me he'd saved my life, and be hanged to him, only they prevented me. Were you sorry, then, to have your sentence commuted? Yes, for those who sport with the knife, the headsman's steel is the proper fate. For those who steal, the darbies to their heels, each his proper punishment. But to force you to live among galley-slaves, when you have a right to be guillotined out of hand, is infamous. And beside my life, when I went to the banya, was rather queer. One don't kill the man, and soon forget it, you must know. You feel some remorse, then, sure enough? "'Remorse? Nah, for I've served my time,' said the savage. "'But at first a night did not pass, but I saw, like a nightmare, the sergeant and soldiers whom I'd slashed and slaughtered. That is, they weren't alone,' added the brigand in a voice of terror. "'There were in tens and dozens and hundreds and thousands, each waiting his turn, in a kind of slaughterhouse, like the horses whose throats I used to cut at Montfaucon.' awaiting each his turn. And then, then I saw red and began to cut and slash away on these men as I used formerly to do on the horses. More, however, I chopped down the soldiers, the faster the ranks filled up with others. And as I died, they looked at one with air so gentle, so gentle, and I cursed myself for killing them, but I couldn't help it. And that was not all. I never had a brother. Yet it seemed as if every one of those whom I killed was my brother, and I loved all of them. At last, when I could bear it no longer, I used to wake, covered all over with sweat, as cold as melting snow. That was a horrid dream, sure enough. Ah, it was, yes. That dream, you see, was enough to drive one mad or foolish. So twice I tried to kill myself, once by swallowing verdigris, and another time by trying to choke myself in my chain, but, confound it, I'm as strong as a bull. The verdigris only made me thirsty, and as for the twist of the chain round my neck, why, that only gave me a natural cravat of a blue colour. Afterwards the desire of life came back to me. A nightmare ceased to torment me, and I did as others did. At the banya you were in a good school for learning how to thieve. "'Yes, but he was not to my taste. "'The other prigs bullied me, but I soon silenced them "'with a few thumps of my chain. "'It was in this way I first knew the schoolmaster, "'and I must pay him the compliment due to his blows. "'He paid me off as you did some little time ago. "'He is then a criminal who has served his time. "'He was sentenced for life, but escaped. "'Escaped and not denounced. Well, "'I'm not the man to denounce him.' "'Besides, it would seem as if I were afraid of him. "'But how is it that the police do not detect him? "'Have they not got his description?' "'His description? Oh, yes, yes, "'but it's long since he scraped out from his fizz "'what nature had placed there. "'Now, none but the baker who puts the condemned in his oven. "'That's the devil. "'Who would recognise him?' "'The schoolmaster. 
"'What has he done to himself?' "'He began by destroying his nose, which was an ell long. "'He ate it off with vitriol.' "'You jest. "'If he comes in the evening, you'll see. "'He has a nose like a parrot, and now it's as flat as in a death's head. "'Say nothing of his lips, which are as thick as your fist, "'and his face, which is as wrinkled as the waistcoat of a rank-picker. "'And so he is not recognised.' Six months since he escaped from Rochefort, and the traps have met him a hundred times without knowing him. Why was he at the banya? For having been a forger, thief, and assassin. He's called a schoolmaster because he wrote a splendid hand and had a good education. And is he much feared? He'll not be any longer when you've given him such a licking as you gave me. Ah, oh, by Jove, I'm anxious to see it. "'What does he do for a living?' "'He's associated with an old woman as bad as himself, "'and as deep as the old one. "'But she's never seen. "'Now he's told the ogress that some day or other "'he would bring his mop with him, his woman. "'And this woman helps him in his robberies?' "'Yes, and in his murders, too. "'They say he brags of having already, with her assistance, "'done for two or three persons.' "'and among others, three weeks ago, a cattle-dealer on road to Poissy, "'whom they also robbed. "'He will be taken sooner or later. "'They must be very cunning as well as powerful to do that, "'for he always has under his blouse a brace of loaded pistols and a dagger. "'He says that Charlot, the executioner, waits for him. "'He can only lose his head once, and so he'll kill all he can kill to try and escape.' Oh, he makes no mystery of it, and he's twice as strong as you and I. They'll have a tough job. We'll take him. What did you do, Chourineur, when you left the banya? I offered myself to the master lighterman of the Quai Saint-Paul, and I'll get my livelihood there. But as you've never been a prig, why do you live in the Cité? Well, where else can I live? Who likes to be seen with a discharged criminal? I should be tired of always being alone. "'for I like company, and here I am with my equals. "'I've a bit of a row sometimes, and they fear me like fire in the city. "'But the police have nothing to say to me, except now and then for a shindy, "'for which they give me perhaps twenty-four hours at the watch-house, and there's an end of that.' "'What do you earn a day?' Thirty-five sous for taking in the river foot-baths up to the stomach from twelve to fifteen hours a day, summer and winter.' "'But let me be just and tell the truth, so if thou having my toes in the water, I regret the green wee. "'Note, a disease of the skin to which all who work in the water are liable. "'I'm allowed to break my arms in breaking up old vessels and unloading timber on my back. "'I begin as a beast of burden, and end like a fish's tail. "'When I lose my strength entirely, I shall take a rake and wicker basket.' "'Like no rag-picker whom I see in the recollections of my childhood. "'And yet you're not unhappy. "'No worse than I am. "'Without my dreams of the sergeant and soldiers with their throats cut, "'from their dreams till sometimes, "'I could quietly wait for the moment when I should drop down dead "'at the corner of some dunghill, like that at which I was born. "'But the dream, the dream, by heaven and earth, "'I don't even like even to think of that.' says the Chourineur, and he emptied his pipe at the corner of the table. The Goualeuse had hardly listened to the Chourineur. She seemed wholly absorbed in a deep and melancholy reverie. Rudolph himself was pensive. 
a tragic incident occurred, which brought these three personages to a recollection of the spot in which they were. End of chapter 4「Lucky Land Casino」asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky lucky? in line at the deli I guess aha in my dentist's office more than once actually do I have to say? yes you do in the car before my kids PTA meeting really? yes excuse me what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky I never win and tell well there you have it you can get lucky anywhere playing at luckylandslots.com play for free right now are you feeling lucky? no purchase necessary void where prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply see website for details